Okay, welcome everyone. This is our final share before Chag HaPesach, Chabalim Lotoiva. Wishing everyone a Chag Kosher V'Sameach. We have, uh, just to begin, some important announcements. Firstly, we're now uh, working on Mesiyat HaDashmaya, the upcoming Haggadah for our scroll for 5783, if anybody wants to be Meshtatev, then uh, that's available. Um, and we actually have some uh, very amazing essays and samples of the upcoming Haggadah for anybody who would like to participate. Also, if you haven't heard the breaking news, we uh, launched the, the Ezra Hashem, the new international headquarters of our Kehila, which Ezra Hashem will also have uh, the studios to film all the shiurim and broadcast all the shiurim. So wherever you may be, uh, whether you're in New York or the United States of America, or please consider our shul, your shul, please consider our Beis HaMedrash, your Beis HaMedrash, and please help us um, be able to move in so that we could bring the shiurim to more Yidin and uh, share the Torah and uh, elevate ourselves together with uh, the Hisairus of the Torah Daisha. Okay, so we're uh, continuing the, sh- the Wednesday night shiurim, and of course, uh, Sefer Vayikra is generously sponsored by our dear friends, Dr. Zakheim Umishpachta, Lila Nishmas, Rav Shlem Eliezer ben Rav Yaakov Zakheim, and Lila Nishmas, Dr. Zakheim's mother, Rivka Bas Tuvia Halevi, their Nishamash Nabin Aliyah. They should be Melitza Yasharim for their whole family, Abi Askel Tzedek. And tonight's year is sponsored by my dear friend, Rav Kenny Pinsauer, the author of the acclaimed Sefer, Ein Oid Movadai. Rufur Shalema for his mother Dina Baschana. She should have Rufur Shalema Bakarov, the Soich Shachal Israel. Okay, so we have an amazing shir, and uh, the the idea of tonight's shir is actually very inspiring to me, because you know in the in the Sefer on Pesach there's a mimer about the authorship of the Haggadah Shel Pesach. And as we're going to see, the authorship of the Haggadah Shabbat is shrouded in mystery. And I found a source that attributes the authorship to a great individual. And there's a whole essay on the subject, what's the connection between this individual and the Haggadah. And I thought, wow, I really, you know, I really dug beneath the surface and I discovered something. And I was, you know, I thought I like, I, I hit, you know, the extent of what's available to... And then this year, Besiat Shmaya, and uh, with the help of some Chaverim, we uncovered another nine approaches to the authorship of the Haggadah Shel Pesach. So you could work on something your whole life, and you think after you uncover a little bit, oh wow, I really got this subject, and then you realize you haven't even begun to scratch the surface. So that's what the subject of tonight's year is. Who is the author of Haggadah Shel Pesach? I'm sure you're going to hear many Devei Torah Pesach. Your kids are going to come home with Devei Torah, Gematrios, stories, stories that never happened, stories that will happen one day, stories that will never happen, Gematrios that don't work, Gematrios that do work, Gematrios that never worked. But who the author of the Haggadah is, that is always shrouded in mystery. And let us begin with Maramakoim, Number one, and that is the Haggadah Shel Pesach, Beis Hashoeva, Rav Shimon Schwab. And he basically says this compendium, the Haggadah, that's found in every Jewish home, 
was compiled and composed and redacted by the Baal Haggadah. Who's the Baal Haggadah? Who's this Mr. Nobody has any idea. And it says Rav Shab, but we know he lived in the times of the Goinim. The Baal Haggadah. Okay, that's the first pshat. Right, Azriel? The first pshat is that the author of the Haggadah is the Baal Haggadah. You know, it's like when you have a Zemer and you don't know, you know or, a, or, a, or a Kina, the Python. Who's the Python? You have no idea, so you call him the Python. So the Baal Haggadah. Then, last week we saw, when we had, oh, we spoke about why Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not in the Haggadah Shal Pesach, in the uh, Sefer Krichemda, he concludes his Akdama by dealing with a question that somebody asked him, that the Anshei Knesses Hagdoila that were Mesaki in the Haggadah Shal Pesach, why didn't they mention Moshe Rabbeinu's name? So clearly, the Krichemda uh, is learning that the author of the Haggadah Shal Pesach was the Anshei Knesses Hagdoila. Right, so that's the second approach that the authorship of the of the Haggadah was the Anche Knesset Hagdoila, which Luchar is impossible to say. The Anche Knesset Hagdoila compiled the Haggadah. Well, let's start from the beginning. Most of the Haggadah are Mishnayos. That's after the Anche Knesset Hagdoila. Uh, even though we, we know that the Mishnayos did exist before, even in times of Moshe Rabbeinu, they had Mishnah, and especially Manishtana is a Stam Mishnah. It's not Manishtana Lailaza, what are the four kashas? Or Mayor says this, or who says everybody, it's a Stam Mishnah. Stam Mishnah they maybe always had. But how can you say that Anchi Nezak Doila composed the Haggadah? Really? They composed Maisa, Rebeleza, Rabbi Shua, Rosa Nazaria, they all are after the the um Rabbi Huda Yanoismahem Simanim the Tsachadash Bahav. He's after that's which Rabbi Huda is that? It's Rabbi Huda Bar Eloi. Stam Rabbi Huda is Rabbi Huda Bar Eloi. He's after the Anshikhasa. Rangamliel Hoyomer, Koshlayomar. I mean, that's after. So, to say the Anshikhasa Akdoil, now I don't know that the Klichemda is definitively saying it was written by the Anshikhasa Akdoil. He's just sort of quoting the questioner. But you almost would think that it, it's such almost an impossibility. He would say, by the way, the Anshikhasa didn't compose the Haggadah. I mean, they formulated the structure. Maybe the drushos, but even the drushos are mechilta, right? Did they formulate that? The sifra, sifri, uh, you know, did they formulate that? It's hard to say that, especially there's so many mishnayos from Gamliel, Hillel, you know? Kachoyo Hillelois is not That's Anshinas Akdoila. So that is the second approach, the Anshe Knesses Hagadoila. Then some suggest, and I don't think this has a good source at all, the Sefer Shari Chaim, and this was uh, sent to me by so, uh, a friend, Daniel Weinstein. Some say Moshe Rabbeinu put together the Haggadah. Say Moshe Rabbeinu put together the Haggadah. How, how could Moshe Rabbeinu... And that's why his name is not in it. In his great humility, he didn't put his name in the Haggadah, even though his name is in the Haggadah. Moshe put together the Haggadah. Moshe wrote Manashtana. Moshe wrote... Ra- Moshe wrote Maisa, Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Shua, Rebbe Gamliel, Rebbe Tarfa, uh, not Rebbe Gamliel, Rebbe Kiva, Rebbe Tarfa. Moshe wrote that. Moshe wrote Rebbe Yehuda HaYenoisim Hem Simanim. It's very difficult to say that. Moshe composed the Haggadah. But that's such an approach. I don't know of any legitimate source. I don't think it has a legitimate source that Moshe wrote the Haggadah. 
So now let's come to the pshat that we've always said all the years, because uh, tonight we're saying ten approaches, so we have to review that approach as well. And that is in the Haggadah Shal Pesach, Semach Menachem. I originally saw this in the Haggadah of Rabbi Ram Shur, and I then got a hold of, uh, at least I had access to the Haggadah Semach Menachem, and by Rav Aaron Menachem Mendel Guterman, or Nashlusk, or Minashlusk, he brings, you know, it's an interesting thing. We make a big deal about Elio at the Seder. First we have this cup. What's the cup? I don't know. The f- not the first, not by Seyesi The cup? Kaishel Eliyahu. Some say the Peshat is like this. Should he have four cups or five cups? The riff says five cups. So we don't know what to do. What do we do when we don't know what to do? Teku. So we call it Kaishel Eliyahu. When he comes, he'll let us know whether we're supposed to have the fifth cup or not. But we call it the Kaisel Eliyahu. And then we open the door. Who are we opening the door for? The Ramad doesn't say we open it for Elio, even though they like to quote him that way. The Ramad just says we open the door to show we have trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But it's Mekubal that we open the door for Eliyahu. And even though Elio could drink the wine without us shaking the table, nevertheless, we, we assist him in drinking the wine by shaking the table Eliyahu only drinks the wine when you shake the table, obviously. Okay. Then, uh, we say, Shvei Chamoscha, and we say, Baruch Haba. Many people say, Baruch Haba. So we have a tradition, Eliyahu comes, what's he coming to the Seder for? Is that a bris? There's no bris at the Seder. Why is Eliyahu? Me- oh, he doesn't have a bris. Because there are no bagels on Pesach. So he has more time. He has more time, so he comes to the Seder. Why is Eliyahu and Novi coming to the Seder? The answer is, says the Haggadah Tzach Menachem, because he heard from the great Rebbe, Rav Simcha Bunim of Pashischa, that anybody who's familiar with the language of Tana Debei Eliyahu will see immediately that the Haggadah was written in the same style of Tana Debei Eliyahu. Especially, Baruch HaMakoim Baruch Hu. Tana Debei Eliyahu is full of Baruch HaMakoim Baruch Hu. So therefore, since Eliyahu wrote the Haggadah, and the Haggadah Tzach Menachem brings an idea that we like to speak about a lot, and that is the the miracles of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim were the pre-enactment and the for the Gula HaSida that we know anytime Hashem uh, accomplishes great things Hashem first does a trial run a dress rehearsal so the of the Gula HaSida is Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim that's what it means in the Navi Amais so who better to write the handbook of what the future redemption will look like than Elijah the prophet. Because since anyway he's going to come redeem us, so he wrote the book with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu used as a pre-enactment to bring the Gula. And in our humble Sefer, we explain that's the reason why when Moshe Rabbeinu was asked by God to take the Jews out of Egypt, Moshe said what? Shlachna Tishlach, Send who you usually send. We know Rashi says that was referring to Aaron. And the Targum Yonasem Ben Uziel says, Send Eliyahu. He says, Bevau barachamin min kadamach Hashem, Shalach kedoin shlichusach biyad pinchas, Dechami lemishtalcha besoif yoimaya. Send Eliyahu. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu asking to send Eliyahu? Because since anyway, Eliyahu is going to take the Jewish people out of the... Uh, 
the, the final Golas, so he might as well do the pre-enactment. He might as well start off the job. So Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, God, you, why do you want me to take them out of Egypt? If the whole purpose of taking them out of Mitzrayim is to bring the Gula Asida, and I'm not going to bring the Gula Asida, it's going to be Eliyahu, so let Eliyahu take them out of Mitzrayim. So the third approach to who wrote the Haggadah is none other than Eliyahu Anam. So we have so far, actually the f- fourth approach. Number one, who wrote the Haggadah? The Baal Haggadah. The mysterious Baal Haggadah. Who is he? When you see him, you'll know who he is. He had carries a, a pin. It says on it, I am the Baal Haggadah. You know? I'm the, that he has a business card that's real. It says, he's the Baal Haggadah. The second shot is, Anshay Knesset Sagdoyla. Third approach, Moshe Rabbeinu. And I would say a more legitimate tradition is it was written by Eliyahu. Okay? And so far, most of this is information that we know already. And now we begin some new chidushim. Comes the great Goin of Izmir, Reb Chaim Falaji, in the Sefer, Zechira Lechaim. And Reb Chaim Falaji says, now this is his terush on the Agada. What's the Agada? Haggadah Shel Pesach. He calls the Haggadah, Agada. And he said, I was asked, who wrote the Agada? He said, what do you mean? Look in the Yushalmi in Shkalem. That it says, who wrote Agadois? Some say Anche Knesset Agdoila. And some say Rabbi Akiva. Says Rav Chaim Falaji, the Iker is, Rabbi Akiva wrote Haggadah Shel Pesach. Rabbi Akiva. You knew that? I never heard that. Rabbi Akiva wrote the Haggadah. In fact, Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef, in the Yalkut Yosef, Chela Gimel, my good friend, he uh, sent me the Yalkut Yosef, and I went to the store to get the Yalkut Yosef. I mean, I don't have all the volumes, but to get the Yalkut Yosef on Pesach, you have to buy three big volumes. So, it's in the middle of Chela Gimel. These are big books, and he brings down from Rabbi Chaim Falaji that the author of Haggadah Shel Pesach is none other than Rabbi Akiva. Now, the printer of this particular work of Chaim Falaji, his name was Avraham Pontrimoli. And he said, in his opinion, he says, in his opinion, Rabbi, um, the Chaim Falaji is correct, Rabbi Akiva must have written the Haggadah. Why? Because Chazal say that when Moshe Rabbeinu told God, Shlach Nabi I don't want to take them out of Mitzrayim, send the one who you usually send. Chazal say, who is Moshe referring to? Rabbi Akiva. Moshe said to Hashem, what are you sending me? Why don't you send Rabbi Akiva? Now that's a Pella. Rashi says he meant send Aaron. Tam Yonasim Nazil says he meant send Eliyahu. And now Chaim, the, the printer of Rabbi Chaim Falaji is saying, Chazal say that Hashem, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu said, send Rabbi Akiva. Why Rabbi Akiva? Because Rabbi Akiva lived in the time of Chorban. And Rabbi Akiva suffered during Chorban many, more than anyone else ever suffered in history. They raked his flesh with iron combs. And all Golos is rooted in Mitzrayim. So if there's anybody who wants to get the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim, it's Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva suffered from Egypt more than anyone else in history. Because he, he suffered in Golos. And all Golos is rooted in Egypt. And therefore... If he, if someone's going to get the Jewish people out of Golos, who would us, who would Hashem, and who would rather get out of the Golos more than Rabbi Akiva? And therefore, Rabbi Akiva must be 
the author of Haggadah Shel Pesach. Now, where of Chaim Falaji got this from? It's a very <laughs> unusual parish. I never heard it before. But, you know, we were Zorcha to go to Turkey. We went to Reb Chaim Falaji. So he gave us the new Chiddush, you know. The Rebbe Kiva wrote the Haggadah Shel Pesach. Now, there's a, a great Tamil Chacham alive today. His name is Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Sofer. The, I think the grandson or great-grandson of Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Sofer, the Kafa Chaim. And the Kafa, this, this Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Sofer is a big bucky in all the Svarim. And he quotes this Rabbi Chaim Falaji. And he says, this is a very big chedosh. And he says, you can't say such a thing. Based on what are we attributing the Haggadah to Rabbi Akiva? He says, based on the Yushalmi, look at the Yushalmi. The Yushalmi says that Rabbi Akiva was masakin Medrish, Mishnah, Halacha, and Haggadah, and some say Anshei Knesset Hagdailah. So the first one, the Yushalmi say, what does it mean he was masakin Medrish? Sifran, Sifri. What does it mean he was masakin Halachos? These are the Dinim that the Amoraim taught. What does it mean he was masakin Agada, Voracious Rabbah, and Vayikor Rabbah. But not Haggadah Shal Pesach. That's not what it means. Agadah, that's not what the Yushalmi means. It means the Midrashim, Rabbi Kiva's Masak in Medrash, not the Haggadah Shal Pesach. And he says that if you're going to say that it refers to Haggadah Shal Pesach, are you going to say that the opinion who says it's Anshe Knesset Haggadah, it's Ansh, it's referring to Haggadah Shal Pesach. There's a machlokes. Was it Rabbi Akiva or Anshe Knesset So, if we're discussing the Haggadah, nobody could say Anshe. You see, the Kafa Chaim writes. Nobody could even in the third paragraph imagine that the Anshe Knesset were Masaki and Haggadah Shal Pesach. It's all Tanoim and Amaram that came much much later, and Halach Ma'anya was was Niskan in the Golos. So Haggadah clearly means Medrash, not Haggadah Shal Pesach. And furthermore, Chazal don't say anywhere that when Moshe Rabbeinu said, Shlach Nabi Atushlach, he meant Rabbi Akiva. But where does that come from? There's such a Chazal. Now, I cannot defend his question that the Yushalmi does not mean Haggadah, it means Agadita. But I do believe there is a Chazal. That when Moshe Rabbeinu said, I don't want to take the Jews out of Mitzrayim, he meant send Rabbi Akiva to, to send them out of Mitzrayim. Because, I once said this over maybe 10 years ago. My grandfather brought over from Europe the commentary of the Chida on Haggadah Shal Pesach. Not the regular Chida that appears in the set. It's called Simchas HaRegel. And the Chida brings on the part of the Haggadah that says, Afilu kulanu chachamim, kulanu nevoinim, kulanu yoidim esatoira, mitzvah aleinu l'sapar b'tzis mitzrayim. Right, we know even if you're a goin oilam, you're a tzaddik, you're you know kolatar kula, you know shas hoiskim, you even know art scroll yushalmi, you still have to talk about yitzias mitzrayim. So the chida asks, "What's the? Of course you do. Why not?" So the chida says like this: The Arizal teaches if we remained in mitzrayim for a minute longer, what would have happened? We would have fallen to the point of no return. Why? We would fall into the 50th level of Tumah. Why is the 50th level of Tumah the point of no return? Says the Chida, it's the point of no return because you always need someone to yank you out of Tumah. And who took us out of Mitzrayim? Moshe. 
What level of Kedusha was Moshe on? 49, the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah. Chamishim shari bina nivru ba'ilam, kulam nitnu l'mayshe chasar achas. So Moshe had 49. So Moshe could only yank us out of 49. But if we fall to the 50th level, nobody could take us out. Yeah, but what about somebody who reached the 50th? No, but Moshe didn't. Did anybody ever reach the 50th? Avada! Kol Yakarasa Einoizu Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva knew the 50th level of Bina. He was greater than Moshe. Moshe had Chalisha's Hadas from Rabbi Akiva. So if Rabbi Akiva was in Mitzrayim, he would have said, eh, let them fall to the 50th. No problem, I'll take care of it. So I would have thought someone like Rabbi Akiva doesn't have to talk about Yitzhak Mitzrayim because it wasn't a big deal that God took us out because Rabbi Akiva could have done it. So the Chidosh is, even someone like Rabbi Kiva is on the 50th level of Kedusha, he still has to talk about Yitzhak Mitzrayim, even though he could have uh, taken care of the job, even if we fell to the 50th level of Tumah. Says the Chida, my father told me, Chida quotes his father, that that's the Pshad in Chazal, when Hashem told Moshe, you Moshe, take them out of Egypt. And Moshe said, no, shlach no tishlach. Let Rabbi Akiva take them out of Egypt. Why did Moshe want Rabbi Akiva to take them out of Egypt? Because Moshe said, God, what's the rush? Why are you rushing me? God said, because uh, they might fall to the 50th and you'll never yank them out. So Moshe said, so what do you want from my life? Let Rabbi Akiva take them out. So here you have explicitly in the Chidah, a Chazal, that when Moshe said, shlach no tishlach, he meant Rabbi Akiva. Now the Chidah doesn't say where this Chazal is, but if the Chidah quotes Chazal, we could rely on the fact there is such a statement in Chazal. So that is the fifth approach. So number one, who's the author of the Haggadah? The Baal Haggadah. Number two, Anshay Knesset Zagzayla. Number three, Moshe Rabbeinu. Number four, Eliyahu Rabbi. Number five, Rabbi Akiva. Comes Rev. Aaron Cutler, and this I want to thank my dear friend Rev. Rafal Ansel Mitzarfas. He sent me a English copy from a Haggadah, and the good news was I happened to have the Haggadah in Hebrew. The name of the Haggadah is Arze Halavanayim. When I was a kid, I used to call it the Mount Rushmore Haggadah. Why? Because nowadays it's very common, you know, all the ads have. Know all these faces, but like 20 years ago, it was a novelty to see Rav Moshe, Rav Aaron, Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky. I don't remember the, the, the six Gedolim. So it looked like, you know, Mount Rushmore. So we used to call it the Mount Rushmore Haggadah. And I bought it in Lashnaka. Says Rav Aaron the following question The, the Haggadah says, I would have thought you start talking to me from Rosh Chodesh. Question. How, how long before Yamtif do you have to learn the halachas of Yamtif? One month, 30 days. But not everybody holds that. We hold that. Rab Shimon ben Gamliel Oimer, we had this in Tainus, um, we had this in Megillah. Rab Shimon Gamliel said two weeks before. Right? The Shulchan, two weeks before. So why does the Haggadah say, I would have thought you start learning about the Haggadah Rosh Chodesh? No! I would have thought Yochel should say me Purim. Why? But what's Rosh Chodesh? Why would I think you start saying the Haggadah from Rosh Chodesh? 
According to Rav Shem Gamliel, I, you start learning halacha t- two weeks before, so I would have thought from Rish Chodesh. Says Rav Aaron Kudler, the author of Agadah Shel Pesach is Rav Shimon ben Gamliel, who holds you start preparing for Yom Tif two weeks before. Says Rav Aaron Kudler, the most geshmak oraya. You ready for this raya? Halach ma'anya. Yeah? Everyone says halach ma'anya, yeah? Anybody here? Um, Ashkenazim, Sfaradim, we all say halach ma'anya. This is the poor man's bread that our forefathers ate in the land of Egypt. Anyone who's hungry, come and eat. So far, so good. Called Ditzrich, anyone who needs, Yitzhi Yifsach, join my carbon Pesach. Question. If I shech the carbon Pesach and I say, wow, it's a lot of ribs. I got me and my family, we're not going to finish it off. Yankul, why don't you join me for the carbon Pesach? Could you invite someone to the carbon Pesach? You can't. We say in Ezel Mekoyman, Enoi Nechal Ela Lemenuyav. You had to have been appointed over the Karm Pesach from the beginning. You can't join after the fact. So how could you say, anyone who needs a Karm Pesach, Yei come and eat. It's too late. The Gemara says, in Pesachim, you can make it tonight. You could say, I'm Shachtin Karm Pesach, and whoever joins later, we say, Breira. Huvrar Dovel Mafreya, retroactively, it, that's who I had in mind from the beginning. It's called Breira. Breira means that a person can say that whoever I choose later was what I had in mind from the beginning. That's Breira. Now, does everybody agree to Breira? There's only one Tana who's really into Breira. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Throughout Shas, he always holds a Breira. For example, says Ravan, in Baba Basra, a tree that grows partly in Eretz Yisrael and partly in Chutz so the Tanakhama says it's Tevel and Chulin mixed together. Rav Shem Gamliel says, no! We'll determine that what grows in Eretz Yisrael is Chayiv and Shumas and what grows in Chutz is not. We say, whatever grows retroactively, that's how it was planted. Or, if a Jew and a non-Jew enter a partnership, we could say Breira. Who holds Breira? Rav Shem Gamliel. Ah, oh, since the author of the Haggadah is Rav Shem Gamliel. So he holds Breira, so he could say, And therefore, Now this is very difficult to say, because Halach Ma'anya was from much later on in history. But that's what Rav Aaron says. Rav Aaron says that the author of Haggadah Shopesach is Rav Shem Gamliel. This, in January, Avzoycha could go to a random Arab village and we went to the kever of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. <laughs> I didn't know he wrote the Haggadah. If I would have known he wrote the Haggadah, I would have had, I don't know, maybe a different kavanas, maybe. Anyway, that's the opinion of Rabbi Aaron. The next opinion is is Unbelievable. The next opinion is Siddur Rashban. Where did I come to this? Who else? Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef quotes it. Rabbi Yitzchak, the Rashban was Rabbi Shloima Tzvi Shik. And Rabbi Shloima Tzvi Shik goes through the entire Siddur. And he tells you who composed each paragraph and put it into the Siddur and when. Now, it's not based on anything other than conjecture. It's just... 
it's very interesting. For example, he said, he says, Echod mi oidea, and I never heard this before, was added by the Rambam. I never, I never saw anyone really. Echod mi oidea from the Rambam. Okay. Comes the Rajban, Rub Shloima Tzvishik, and he says, the author of Haggadah Shal Pesach is Rebbe Lazar ben Horkinus. And he says, you know, the truth is, until this day, not one of the Rishonim, not one of the Achroinim, number 10, on the fourth line, ever investigated and clarified who's the Baal Machaber of the Haggadah? When was it written? In my opinion, it's Rebbe Lezer and Horkinus. Now, Rebbe Lezer and Horkinus was one of the first of the Tanaim. He's the Rebbe of Rabbi Akiva. He was the Rebbe of Rameir. And Pirkei de Rebbe Lezer, which is the first written Tarshavel Tal, is from Rebbe Lezer ben Horkinus. And says the Rajban, I'm going to bring you 11 proofs <laughs> that the Haggadah was written by Rebbe Lezer ben Horkinus. Now, these proofs span many, 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 many pages. And I cannot say that I can give over all these proofs to you, but I'll give you a taste of a couple of them. Number one. Where does the word Haggadah come from? Most people say it comes from the Pasuk, Bihigadah Talavincha. Nah, he says, it's nonsense. Even though everybody says that. It says nonsense. It can't be. Because then why do we say, Kol We should say, Kol HaMarbeh Lehagid B'Yitziyas Mitzrayim. Right? I'm a Chayiv Lehagid B'Yitziyas Mitzrayim. Lehagid. Why do we say, Chayiv L'Saper? B'Chol HaMarbeh L'Saper. I thought the, the whole night is about Haggadah. No, no. It has nothing to do with V'Higadah Talabincha. Haggadah means to draw. Where do we say Draw. He doesn't give this example, but I would say, good asik, good achis. You know, in sukkah, the wall goes up, the wall goes down. Rabbi Lezer ben Horkinus translates that the mun meant kizera gad. Now, what's the purpose of the mun? The mun is supposed to whet your appetite. So the purpose of the seder is hagodah, to draw. You want to draw the attention of your children. You want to do unusual things to elicit their curiosity. So according to Rabbi Lezer ben Horkinus, God means to draw, to to pull. Next, lechemoini. Give you a few. Why is matzah called lechemoini? So some say, well, you can't bake it with wine and oil and honey. It has to be poor man's bread. The other opinion is, no, it's the bread lechem shoinim alav dvarim harbi. It's the bread you talk a lot about. Now, Rebbe Lezer ben Horkinus holds you're allowed to put oil and honey and uh, shemen and yayin into the matzah. So he cannot learn lechem is poor man's bread that there are no added ingredients because he holds you're allowed to add ingredients. So it must be that it's lechem oini. Why? It's, it must be lechem oini. Lechem sh'oinim alav dvarim harbe. Bread you talk a lot about. Why would you talk a lot about it? Because he's the author of the Haggadah. This is, these are the kinds of proofs that uh, the Siddur Rashban brings. Next, Manishtana is a Mishnah in Psachim. It's a Stam Mishnah. Stam Mishnah is who? Rameir. Where did Rameir learn from? Rabbi Akiva. Where did Rabbi Akiva learn from? 
Nowhere in the whole Gemara does it ever say what Avadim Hayinu is. All it says are the two words, Avadim Hayinu. But it doesn't say the end of it. And we have in the Mechilta that Rabbi Eliezer is busy. How do you know that a bunch of Tamidah Chachamim have to learn Hilchos Pesach Tel Chatzois? Because it says Maha Edois. That's going on the son who's the Chacham. So from there we see even Chachamim need to be Oisek B'Tzius Mitzrayim. So then, based on whose drasha do we have, that Afilu Kulanu Chachamim, Kulanu Nevoinim, Kulanu Yoyim Asatayra, that comes from Rebbe Horkinus. Very interesting. He brings 11 proofs of this nature that the author of Haggadah Shal Pesach was Rebbe Ben Horkinus. Next, the Haggadah of the Malbim. So the first thing you need to know is the Malbim never wrote a Haggadah. Malbim never tried to write a Haggadah. Somebody wrote a Haggadah in what he considered the style of the Malbim and he sold it as the Malbim Haggadah. But in the Malbim Haggadah, the Malbim has what he calls the fundamental principle of the Haggadah, which is something where Pshwa brings out, you know, this is amazing. Higadata, Labincha, Bayoim Hahu, Lamar, Ba'avorzeh, Asa Shemli, Betsesimimimasrayim. These seven expressions are the seven parts of Haggadah. Higadata, Labincha. Questions you have to tell your son. Manashtana. Lamar, to say, you got to say the whole story. That's Pesach you want to know who wrote the Haggadah? Well, we know that the Haggadah cannot have been written before the end of the Tanoam because we have Rabbi Yehuda in the Haggadah. Which Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Yehuda Bar Eloi. He said, So that means it could not have been earlier than Rabbi Yehuda. Bar Eloi. And who is Rabbi Yehuda Bar Eloi's Talmud? Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi. Now, the Gemara talks about the Machlekes, Rav and Shmuel. What does it mean, Maschel, B'Gnosa, Masayim, Meshach? What goodness? Avodah Zorah, or Lavan? That means that it wasn't 100% certain in the times of Rav and Shmuel. But that means there was a Haggadah in the times of Rav and Shmuel, and it wasn't earlier than Rabbi Hudabar Eloi. So think about it. Rabbi Hudabar Eloi was from the later of the Tanoim. He's mentioned in the Haggadah, so it had to have come after him. But Rav and Shmuel already had it. So there are only three generations. Rabbi Yehuda Bar Eloi, there's Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, and there's Rav and Shmuel. Because Rav was a student of Rabbi, and Shmuel was Rabbi's doctor. So it had to be between Rabbi Yehuda Bar Eloi and Rav and Shmuel. Therefore it had to have been in the times of Rabbi. And anyone who studies the Haggadah knows this is not Gemara language, it's Mishnah language. It's all Mishnais. How many Amoram are mentioned in the Haggadah? None. No Amoram. 
You have Rabbi Yochanan? No. You have uh, Abayi and Rava, Ravina Ravashi? No. Rishlakish? No. There are no Amoram in Agadah. It's all Tanoim. So it had to have taken place in the times of, from the Tanoim. But after Rabbi Yudhavarilai and before Rav and Shmuel, says the Malbum, there's no question. Rabbi put together the Haggadah. The same way he put together the Mishnah. The Haggadah is all Mishnaic terms and language and expressions. It's all Mishnah. It was written by Rabbi. That is the eighth approach. Number nine, and then number ten is my favorite. I mean, there was like a basic Haggadah. Basic Haggadah and then, and then there were ad- okay. that, that Oh, good. Didn't, didn't exist yet. It could have been added. Right. But maybe, let's say, Halachmani was added later, later and then yeah. Echamia, you know, some of the Pizmani were added later. Here's number nine. There is a Sefer, Agodas Yaakov of Yaakov Shor. This is quoted by uh, the Kafachayim. And others, he says that if you study the language of the Haggadah, it is clear it was written by the early Tanoim. Chazal tells the Masech Shabbos that in the aftermath of the Churban, the, the Tanoim went into a place called Kerem B'Yavne. And when they went to Kerem B'Yavne, they said, Asido Tar they were afraid the Torah would be forgotten. And at that holy convocation, you had Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Nechemiah, all students of Rabbi Akiva. And you do not find any Tanoim after Rabbi Akiva, really, in the Haggadah, even though we have Rabbi Huda Bariloi. And what did they do in Karim B'Yavne? They made sure the Torah would not be forgotten. So Rabbi Huda wrote the Sifra, Rabbi Shimon wrote the Sifri, Rabbi Yoisi wrote Seder Oilam, Rabbi Nechemia wrote the Toisefta, to ensure the Torah would not be forgotten. Now, even though you're not allowed to write down Tarshavah Peh, they wrote down small things to preserve the Torah. Therefore, suggest Rabbi Yaakov, sure, that since Haggadah Shopesa was only said once a year anyway, and it's very small, and the language of Haggadah is very similar to the Mishnaic Hebrew. In his opinion, it was compiled when, when the Tanam gathered at Kerem B'Yavne to be Mesakein, to be able to preserve the Torah for all time. Now, that is the opinion of Rabbi Yaakov Shor. I want to go back to the approach that Rabbi Akiva wrote the Haggadah and offer you the following Hoysaf, and I'm going to tell you my favorite approach. I think it's very powerful that Rabbi Kiva wrote the Haggadah. Because, why do we go down to Mitzrayim in the first place? Who sold Yosef? Who's most responsible? The brothers. Which one? Shimon and Levi. Which one? Shimon. According to many... According to Megal Amukos, Shimon was the Gilgal. Rabbi Kiva was the Gilgal of Shimon. That's why he suffered the worst fate of all the Asar So if we went down to Mitzrayim because of Mechiras Yosef, 
who's responsible to get a fan of Mitzrayim? Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva is the tikkun for Shemayim. So if anyone's going to write the Haggadah, we understand why Rabbi Akiva has got to write the Haggadah. he got to get us out of Egypt. He brought us down to Egypt in the first place. He's Shemayim. He sold Yosef. So he has to take us out. And therefore, where did the most famous Seder in history take place? In whose house? Rabbi Akiva's house. Because, you know, he's got to yank us out. Because every year we learn about uh, Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, it takes us out of the Golas. And then, number 10, my friend Rabbi Rafal Ansel sent me today from Harav Hagoin, Rabbi Vigdor Miller, Zechetzak, Labracha, who wrote the Haggadah? And Rav Miller basically said that the Haggadah Shal Pesach is like mush- a mushroom. Huh? It's like mushrooms after a rain. After the rain, all kinds of things spread out of, out of your field. Right? Says Rav Miller. The answer is, who is the author of Shas? Who wrote Shas? Who wrote Medrash? The Jewish people. The Jewish people. The Haggadah was created by the Jewish people. There's not one author. It's a number of things that were said by many, many, and it grew by accretion. It accumulated. And it's still growing. Now the Haggadah, you have the uh, 42 Masois, and you have the Chaim Zimin, you have the, uh, the uh, Kabbalistic text of Rav Sham about the Makos and many many Perushim were added and it's growing by leaps and bounds the Haggadah keeps on getting bigger every year there are more and more Haggadahs says Rav Miller Haggadahs today are like mushrooms after a rain there are all kinds of sprouting and it's not a bad idea to grace your table with all kinds of Haggadahs because it makes it more interesting but that's the authorship the authorship is the Jewish people so that's the final pshat. Who wrote the Haggadah? Klai wrote the Haggadah. Did one person sit down and write the Haggadah with Echad Miyodeya and Adir Hu and Chad Gadya? No, probably not. Maybe there are certain parts that are Be'ikr, Tar of Rabbi Akiva. You know, the Ikr, Rashi always says, Tar is Rabbi Akiva. So maybe the Mechiltas and the Ikr Drashas, that comes from Rabbi Akiva. Did Elio Anovi contribute? According to Simcha Bunim Parshilcha, yeah, Elio Anovi was a contributor. Maybe Rav Shem Gamliel is the author of Yochel Merosh Chodesh. Maybe Rav Lezer Ben Horkinus had some uh, contribution. But ultimately, the Haggadah Shal Pesach is somewhat of a composite of the history of the Jewish people. And until the great day that we're Zoycha to Lashana Haba Yerushalayim, it's still Kol Hamarba L'Saper Yitzias Mitzrayim Hareza Meshuvach. Wishing everyone Azizim Kasher and Pesach, Pesach Kasher Sameach, and a good Yom Tov.